Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Pass Shoot Score. I'm Anna Connolly, joined as always by Johnny Lazarus and Shukri Wrights. Ah, deep breath to you guys. I haven't talked to you guys in so long. Shukri, how are you? Damn, you put me on the spot already. I, I'm, I'm coming across. I, I, well, you gotta, especially because it's a podcast, you got to say like, of hi, course, of course. So, warning, you know. disclaimer, audience, those are going to be listening and watching. I sound like complete ass right now. If, if ass can even ha- make a sound, so it definitely does. I don't know if you heard of a fart before. <laughs> <laughs> That's called ass music. It is. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm pretty sure there's a South Park on there. <laughs> Damn it, Johnny! I'm trying. I'm trying not to laugh, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, but no, um, like I, I sound crappy. So please pardon me for my la- for my lack of audio quality in that regard. But outside of that. We're in the Stanley Cup Finals, man, and I've, I've been—I've seen nothing but an absolute train wreck. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I thought this was supposed to be entertaining. It's been anything but entertaining. But that's just me um, complaining for no reason. But I'm good otherwise. How are you we, doing, Johnny? We will get to the train wreck, but I want to say <laughs> it is—it is almost Sorry. eleven o'clock at night. So we might. Who knows? It's Seriously, it's a late night happens. filming, but it's 11 o'clock at night because somebody out of the three of us yeah. just landed in Florida, which I thought, guys, I'll be honest. I thought Florida played in Miami, and then somebody was like, well, it's in Fort Lauderdale, and I was like, what? It's I had not to even pull out a map. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> well, that shows my geography for anywhere outside of the state of California. I'm just that person. Mm-hmm. But Johnny, putting you on the spot, tell us everything. Uh, what are you doing? You just got back from Vegas. No. Every just just start, and we'll we'll just go from there. Well, first off, I want to apologize to everyone too for Shugri shouting like shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I mean it, um, I'm hosting the uh, Stanley Cup live show with the NHL on their YouTube channel, presented by New Amsterdam Vodka. I have to say that one, and uh, it's honestly <laughs> like it's it's been a dream come true. I mean, this has been. I, I'm still like, in a sense you know, in a place where I feel like I don't belong right now. Like it's kind of weird, like just being around all these people. No, but like, you know, it's everyone I've grown up watching on TV, like, you know, hanging out with Emily Kaplan, hanging out with Jackie Redman, Elliot Friedman, like all these names of people that like, you know, um, Brian Boyle, I've talked to a couple of yeah. times. Henrik Lundqvist, oh, I was cool. sitting with. Like, yeah. I, I mean, game Especially two. Especially as a Rangers fan, that's yeah. like really cool. Oh my yeah, gosh. Amazing. I, I'll tell you guys, like game two, i didn't really watch a lot of the game because I was just like in awe of who I was sitting with. And a jazz actually invited me into the TNT suite. So I was literally sitting Let's with go, like Jazzy. Henrik, Tockett, Wayne, Biz. Like it was that experience was insane. Um, did you get to meet Wayne? I, I did meet Wayne. I met Wayne at the Winter Classic. Um, okay, he didn't cool. remember me. I don't know why, but 
no, that was cool. But honestly, um, talking to Biz was really cool. And and Liam, obviously, I've known Liam a little bit, just the Long Island connection. But um, yeah, just so I'll I'll tell a quick story, and then we can go into the series and stuff. But yes. during the second period, I was literally like standing on the railing watching the game, and Henrik walks up next to me and starts watching next to me, and I'm like, like. I got to say something like, you know, I can't, like, but he had, he had headphones in. He kind of like keeps to himself during the game. And I think just like truly watches it. And like, you know, he turns around and like watch the replays and see what the goalie does. Cause you know, they're going on live like right after. Um, so there's a TV timeout. This is like 10 minutes of me just saying next to him and like not knowing what to say or say anything. And I didn't say anything. And then I went to TV timeout. I just turned to him and I was like, I just have to introduce myself. Like my name is Johnny. I'm with the NHL. I grew up a huge Rangers fan. Like I literally just love you. And I would love to see a picture of you if <laughs> possible. And he's like, dude, yeah, like no problem. And he like, we, we did like a dap hug, you know, like when you like dap someone, hug yeah. them. Exactly. It was, like, it was a cool little dap yeah. hug. And then jazz was like, I told jazz, I was like, I got to ask Henry for a picture. Just like make it quick. Like let's make it happen. And he was obviously <laughs> like, so about it. Um, so we got that picture and it was awesome. And then I just like went back to watching the game, but just being around those guys and like seeing how they work, you know, like being behind the scenes and seeing how they operate. Um, pretty, pretty awesome. So kudos to all those people. And if I missed any names, like I, you know, whatever, but it's been uh, an absolute blast and just how nice everyone is, is, is the coolest part. If you'd have told like 12 year old, you we will say 12 year old, you that mm. you'd be doing this and you'd be meeting these guys. What would he say? I mean, I think the first thing you'd say was like, you may as well just quit hockey now and get, <laughs> get into broadcasting because you're wasting your time playing. Uh, no, but, you know, just full disclosure, like, you know, I woke up as a kid, like every day as a kid. I think my parents got NHL Network on our TV when I was in like sixth grade. And since that happened, I would wake up like an hour before I had to leave for school and I'd eat my breakfast watching NHL Network. So like, you know, I grew up watching the classic series. Like that was my favorite thing. They'd show like oh, yeah. 2002, like the series recaps oh, yeah. and stuff. Like Dave Reed yeah. was hosting it, I think. And um, like those are my favorite things. But to to be in the mix and like, and I think the coolest thing is uh, people like knowing who I am. Like that's been the weirdest thing, you know. That's um, so cool. It's been yeah. Yeah, I don't want to just make this like a whole like weird brag, but oh, we uh, can. No, no, don't worry. No, 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 I, I can yeah. relate. Trust me, no, I get it's it. Been, it's been pretty awesome. I am six hundred in the hole in blackjack, so that's been pretty tough. But uh, my next know. question was, wow. how was yeah. Vegas? Did you escape yeah. Vegas? Unscathed? Have you gambled like at all? <laughs> well, yeah, I just I just said I was six hundred in the hole. Uh, yeah, good, good lord. This is, my, this is actually my first time in Vegas, so I was trying to you know really do it like the right way. Um, you know, I, obviously we were Absolutely. working though. So like I only went out like late, late one night and I'll tell a funny story. So Saturday night we went to excess and Kygo was performing a friend of mine, JJ fruity and like book it with Trent. Those guys, they had a, a free table there. So they invited me and like, you know, Brian Rubin, I don't know if you know him, Anna, he went to Syracuse also. Um, and jazz and, yeah. yeah, like, Oh, I saw jazz. his Instagram story. He was at, uh, the win or the encore. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's having a blast. And it was his birthday, I think, right? It was, it was his birthday last night. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> um, so we leave at like 4 a.m. and I'm starving and I ordered Taco Bell to my room. I got back to my room. I fell asleep as soon as I sat down. Woke up at oh, 6 a.m. Yeah. Taco Bell was outside my door at 6 a.m. I had a quesadilla. I went back to bed and woke up at 11. <laughs> it was disgusting. Good for you. Literally, Taco Bell quesadilla at 6 a.m. It was so gross. Was this, was this your first like time in Vegas? Or? Yeah, yeah. First ever time. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. legendary, man. Just yeah, so you is. know, as like a dude, 
most dudes do not have that first time in Vegas because guys are expensive. Like girls, it's cheap to go to Vegas, yeah. but guys, you gotta like bring out the checkbook. So yeah. holy shit, you're living. We're wow. just gonna live vicariously through. You. <laughs> yeah, this like, is actually happened already. Oh yeah, I am, yeah. I am so lucky every- that my first time here is on someone else's dime. <laughs> <laughs> Every show, we're just going to start with like, what's Laz up to? What, yeah. uh, tell us about your life. <laughs> happy to okay. tell. You know, I'm happy to tell. Oh, my gosh. I could listen all day. But nonetheless, Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, since it's been a while since we've chatted, uh, we'll do a little recap. Obviously, Vegas, number one seed against Florida, number eight seed. Uh, now, game one, we're going to touch upon game one and game two. So I'm going to leave kind of open-ended here so you guys can just talk. Uh, I think that's good for this episode at least vegas takes game one five to two uh zach white cloud had the game winner obviously our group text was going crazy over uh shea theodore and that nasty nasty goal that's why Uh, and and surprisingly you guys he uh he had one goal one assist three shots on goal uh 21 minutes of ice time about on that night but that was his first goal of the playoffs this year which is nuts to think about um, going into game two, Paul Maurice uh, had the quote of the year. I wish NHL awards had a quote of the year because it would go to him for everyone just fucking breathe. But nonetheless, no, no breathing was happening last night in game two. Uh, what was it that Vegas said? And you guys kind of said like this, this cup almost sucks because it's just like the games are just total blowouts. So what is it that Vegas is doing? Shukri, we'll start with you. That is just dominating Florida. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I think, I think the worst thing that could have happened is that break for Florida. I am a very big believer in hockey that <clears throat> that momentum again. Part of me because my my voice sounds like ass, not ass music, but it sounds like ass. Uh, but the worst that the worst thing that happened to the Florida Panthers was that break because we were raving in the previous episodes about how dominant Florida has been. This is a team that's been. The team of a by a death is that embodied a, like a cup a death by a thousand cups and so forth. But so far, this series has been like, um, hey, uh, did you forget your legs um, against Carolina? Because we haven't seen that those legs or seen that same legs that were jumping against Carolina in a bet in, a, in the past uh, two games in a cup final. And I just think that what's it what stood out to me is that is that the goaltending is what's really been the number one thing that stood out to me in my mind. Ladies and gentlemen, what got Florida to this point is the is the goaltending of Sergei Bobrovsky. That's the reason why Florida's in this position. But in the first two games, I have to admit, I am shocked by the regression of Sergei Bobrovsky the guy who could have could very well be the Cosmath winner if Florida won the cup to midseason Sergey Bobrovsky where he was ineffective he was he was benched at one point for Spencer Knight and then Alex Leon out towards the end of the year that has got me thinking I got to think that the confidence in Sergey Bobrovsky is has definitely been shaken but I definitely want to say the legs have been a massive the massive noticeable difference in Florida. And then number two, I think also more importantly, the play and depth between Sergey Bobrovsky and Aiden Hill is you can't even compare the two. Aiden Hill has been on another level. Aiden Hill, for God's sakes, 
made a save that was eerily similar to Brandon Holby in the 2018 Cup Final. And when he made that save, I got to admit, I have flashbacks. I was thinking about, oh, shit, this is Brandon Holby ass because this was what the save that, that catapulted the Washington Capitals to go on to win the Santa Cup and obviously that series. So I'm thinking, is this the same thing happening for the Vegas Golden Knights? So in conclusion, to me, I just feel that that, that break has really ruined Florida's rhythm in the way that they're skating out there, especially against this this this, this grinded out on Vegas Golden Knights team that has had no sort of quit whatsoever. And then on top of that, the, the goaltending has been very problematic for the goal uh, for the Florida Panthers so far in this series. Yeah, I think the break, uh, you know, just to jump in there, definitely hurt Florida. But I, I thought Florida was pretty good in Game One. Um, obviously. They got a little undisciplined toward the end with the amount of penalties they took. I think they took seven in game one. Yeah. But, you know, that's a 2-2 game going into the third period. I think it's a 3-2 game with, like, eight minutes left. So, like, Florida, mm-hmm. you know, they were right there in it, I think, pretty much till the end. And, you know, to Shukri's point, that Aiden Hill save, if Nick Cousins buries that, Florida goes up 2-1. to one, And then, you know, on the flip side, it's Shea Theodore who comes down and scores for the Golden Knights. So, they go up 2-1. to one. Florida has to come back and tie the game make it 2-2. But, I thought Florida was actually pretty good in game one. Game two, it was all Vegas. Like, you can just tell, um, you know, again, to Shugri's point, that the Panthers just had no legs. Uh, Vegas was completely dominating them. They had so much more offensive zone pressure. And I think the biggest difference, too, aside from goaltending, has been the power play. You know, Vegas has two power play goals in both games. Uh, Florida hasn't scored in the power play yet in the play- in this series. They're 0 for 7, I think, um, in this series overall. And Vegas is 4 for 11. So, you know, that's been a huge difference maker as well. And um, it, it just looks like when you're watching the game that right now Florida's just trying to be a little bit over physical. Like they're trying to fucking mm-hmm. lay somebody out every time they throw a hit. And <laughs> yeah. and it's like almost the emotion is a little bit too much, right? Because like when you play in these big moments, you just want to make an impact on the game any way you can. And the ice becomes smaller and it's so much harder to make a play and time and space is really taken away from all the players. So you look at guys like Matthew Kachuk, Sam Bennett, really trying to stir it up and just be more physical because – they don't have as much room to make plays that they typically were doing in the previous three rounds. Um, and I think the physicality is getting to Florida a little bit more than it is to Vegas. Whereas Vegas just has, you know, so much speed and strength top to bottom, not saying Florida doesn't, but it's evident that Vegas just has so much more depth right now. And I think that's been their biggest thing in the playoffs so far. Like their fourth line has been awesome too. And, you know, <laughs> I think Brett Howden had a two wheel game the other night, like Brett Howden, you know, pitching in and scoring goals is huge. So, um, you know, Aiden Hill has been fucking awesome, too. Like, I yeah. tweeted there and I like, yeah. wait, guys, maybe Aiden Hill is actually sick. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, you know, Vegas also feeds out that home crowd. Like, you know, I'll say it, too, you know, firsthand. Like, I always thought the Vegas yeah. intro, like, skit or whatever they do was kind of cringe on TV. But being in there in person, like, it is actually so fucking cool. Um, you know, I had chills, like, the first game. But I think Florida is going to come out in game three, and I think they're going to feed off their home energy as well. And um, you know, Sergey Borowski should be back in goal. I don't think they're going to go to Alex Lyon, but um, yeah, I, I think Florida still makes this a series. I'm not, I'm not counting it out uh, whatsoever, but yeah, Vegas had a completely dominant performance in game two. And sorry if I rambled on there. Well, which, no, which, you're which fine. Why, I'll, you go ahead, Chikri. Which is why, like, no, I actually agree with uh, with, with Johnny. Like, I'm not writing writing off this series saying oh, the series is over. Like, no, because we've seen time and time again that it is possible to come come back from 0-2 down in the Stanley Cup Finals and win it, but 
I will say this though, it, it hasn't happened since the 2011 Bruins that a team was coming from 0-2 down, losing the first two games on the road, no less, and to go on to win the Stanley Cup in, in seven games. So Florida's got their uh, they got their work cut out, and they're going back home uh, for Game Three. And I think them getting an early start, starting on time, and scoring that first goal is going to be huge in terms of in terms of getting not only getting the crowd into it. But also finding their confidence again, because I feel like their confidence was was a bit shot uh, in game two in the way that they were trying to overcompensate by being physical. I had no problem with the with the open ice hit uh, from from Matthew Kachuk uh, against Jack. I, I had no issue with it. It was a clean hockey hit, but I just felt like there were, there were moments at times where I thought, like you, you guys, you're doing a little too much, and you're not you're not doing enough to generate like chances. Uh, against Aiden Hill, so I definitely do think that like the series is not over just yet, but I do think that Florida they they got their work cut out for them starting in Game Three, just to get, at least start start on time. So last night's game, uh, we're filming this on a Tuesday, so we're talking about Game Two. Last night's yeah. game, uh, forty four hits versus twenty four hits, Florida to Vegas. So it, I mean, the over physicality yeah. is there, and you show it on the stat line in the box score. So let's talk. I, I want to get back to Sergey Bob uh, Bobrovsky. Wow, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like having it's 11 o'clock at night, You're so good. we're just going to be fumbling. It's fine, but um, I want to get back to that because there was a tweet today. Um, so first of all, game one, Florida hit the post three times. Mm-hmm. So and plus, you know, five two. One of it was an empty netter. So you're you're watching the game and you're like, ah, yes, stat line says it's like you know, a blowout, but it was Mm. closer than you thought. And Mm. I think the takeaway from game one was exactly what you said, Johnny special teams. It was just, it wasn't there for Florida. So going into game two, we were expecting, okay, like maybe they'll clean it up. And especially in the Eastern conference finals, we saw a lack of of power play production for Florida in game one. Then by game two, they kind of got their shit together. Now, uh, uh, Bob, I'll just say Bob because it's 11 o'clock at night. Right now. Um, so do we think it's him? Because of course I, I think he'll get the nod probably in the next game. I think that's, that's facts because Alex Lyon, it got an, uh, is it Leon or Lyon? Lyon. I've always said Lyon. Yeah. Lyon. So Lyon still allowed three goals in the third. So nonetheless, uh, but do you think it's him? Because I saw something on Twitter today and it was a still, and it was kind of like a board battle in the corner. And there were three Vegas players. I don't know. It was just a still of, you know, I think like the Sportsnet broadcast. And I have no idea if it was on the forecheck or what. But it was three Vegas players in the corner in their offensive zone. And all five Florida players were on the ice in the offensive zone battling out on the board. And then Vegas had two guys up high, one guy coming in on the slot to take the shot. So is it Sergey? Is it is it Bob? Is it lack of play? Or is it just this this lack of legs and Florida just – Totally shitting the bed defensively. I mean, do you want me to go first, Shiri? Or yeah, you want to go, go ahead. I, I I blame Florida completely. It's definitely not Bob. Uh, when you talk about, I I mean, game one, you know that one. I, I think the goals that Vegas scored in game one, like that Mark Stone goal, Matthew Kachuk turns the puck over right in the middle. Mark Stone knocks mm-hmm. out of midair, you know, wide open. That's like the dagger. White Cloud has a good shot from the point that beats Bob going against the grain. You know, there's some bodies in front that ended up being the game-winning goal. Um, but you look at game two, and Jonathan March show his first goal of the game, power play, great screen in front. You can't really blame the goalie on, if he can't see it, right? Like, the defense yeah. would have to clear out the guy in front. Martinez's goal, I'm pretty sure that was like an odd man rush, right? He was wide open in the slot, and he mm-hmm. sniped Borowski, Nicholas Waugh's goal. 
that was just oh, he, he went like posting in like low blocker. That was that was a great shot. Bob probably could have had that one. Um, the Brett Howard. But it's, all, it's also Alec Martinez. He has Stanley Cup experience. He's like he's yeah. A, yeah he's he's, he's used a, to big moments. Yeah, he's a big yeah. game player. And then the Brett Howden goals, a three on two where Howden comes in untouched. Like you can't really blame Bob for those four goals. I, I think Paul Maurice actually said it like his quote after the game, why he pulled Bob was because he wanted to give him extra rest going into game three. Like there's no reason for Bob yeah. being in that when you're down four, nothing. And, uh, you know, Lyon's been more than capable and he was fine when he had to come in that March. So goal online was, you know, like you said, I know that he was left wide open. Nobody was even close to him. Um, and the other goal was a backdoor tap. in I believe as well, Amadio's, seventh goal of the game or the team seventh goal was a backdoor tapping. So um yeah, I think always left that to dry. You can't really blame yeah. either one. And yeah. Bob's the guy who's who's got them here. So I think it's a no brainer to go back to Bob. Honestly like I I agree to an extent, but I will also say this in in the in the spirit of being harsh, the mental errors have killed the Panthers so far in these first two games. Like for what I for what I noticed was that there were there were a, a, maybe three or four goals. I felt like man, they leave a little too much space on the ice in front of in front of Bobrovsky in terms of defensive breakdowns or, or or whatever the case may have been in that regard. But I just I just feel that if I went back and looked at what the Panthers were able to do in the in the Carolina series, the Eastern Conference Finals, versus what I've seen the first two games, I feel as if that. They they did a better job defending in front of in front of the net, and then they have these lapses where they were leaving time and space in, in, in front of Bobovsky the way that you've seen it, especially in, in, in games two. Like, and I just feel that, and especially in the static of finals, like these are the mistakes that that kills teams where, well, these breakdowns in which that you you got guys like 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 Holden, for example, and you got guys like. Uh, like like Alec Martinez, we were just talking about who is known to to shine on, on this stage, and I just only the Stanley Cup Finals, but in, in in Conference Final play, remember he had the series winning goal in 2014 for the Kings in the Western Conference Finals Game Seven against mm-hmm. Chicago. So so like I just think that these critical mistakes that that Florida are making right now are contributing to why they're down 0 2 and if they're not careful and if they're not clean it up, they're going to find themselves down 0 three because Bruce Cassidy is a different coach and I saw it for years here in Boston. If there's one thing that he that is the biggest for him now versus the first year that Vegas got to the cup final, defensive structure and he's got a better core players that, that at his disposal than uh, than did the first year that Vegas uh, made the run to the cup final. And I think uh Bruce Cassidy is using it to his advantage. I just want to talk about the play of Alex Petrangelo. How important has he been Especially to uh, to the start of this season, obviously throughout this run so far, but especially in the first two games, I just thought that him and Alec Martinez have been two of the most important defensemen for the for the Golden Knights um so far in this series. Now, uh, moving on, just because we gotta keep things flowing, uh, Matthew Kachuk. One of you guys mentioned it. We gotta talk about it because it was all the talk on the good old Twitter today. So I did some math because I was mathing today. So through two games, he has 36 penalty minutes. Uh, His total ice time is 34 minutes and 34 seconds. Okay. Uh, And he has 60 minutes of uh, penalty minutes in the entire postseason so far this season. So 34 of them have come in game one and game two. Obviously, three three misconducts. Uh, I loved what Twitter had to say. Uh, Matthew Kachuk hat trick was two misconducts and a goal, Mm. uh, which I think is 
the new, it's going to be the new thing yeah. for sure. But that hit on Eichel, it was what everyone was talking about. What do you guys think? Do you say it's clean? Do you say it's dirty? Should he have gotten 10 minutes for it? Well, I think he got 10 minutes for something else. I like, so I, was I, that, I don't think you know, because that was what, like, it was weird because I went back in the box score because I was like, okay, like, you know, mm. gathering notes for today. And it looked like it was congruent. And I was really confused because then I was, I went back and I was trying to watch highlights and there was just like a weird whistle after it or something. Yeah. So I was just so confused. And then everything on Twitter has been just talking about this hit. So nonetheless, the hit was a sexy hit. And it was, mm. you know, the hyped up media hype of Kachuk versus Eichel. So what do you guys think of it? And what do you think of Matthew Kuchuk's play? More importantly, is he bringing down the Florida Panthers? Is he kind of going back on everything that we've said about him in this postseason being a big time player? No, definitely not. I mean, game one, I don't think he had much of an impact. Uh, you know, I think he had like three shots on goal, but like didn't really create many chances and whatnot. Game two, you know, I think he was just once that game gets four nothing, you're just trying to stir shit up, right? Like you're, you're probably not coming back. Yeah. You're just trying to, do something to piss the other team off and that hit on Eichel. I actually thought he kind of like held up if anything, like he yeah. looked like he was going in to try to lay him out. And I think once he saw, like if you watch in Soma, once he saw Eichel kind of lose an edge, you see him kind of tuck his shoulder back. Like it was out and then it comes back. So I think he was trying to brace himself and like brace Eichel's impact on him. If you like kind of look at it that way, that's just how I saw it. I don't know yeah. if everyone else felt the same, but I mean, even Eichel said it. I think Cassie said it too. Like, that's a clean hockey hit. And yeah. kudos to fucking Jack Eichel, right? Because he is that <laughs> dude. Like, he is that dude. Yeah, he comes back and scores a goal. Like, are you kidding? Like, right on. Chase, like, he Chase, had, by the way, a Paul Korea of 03, 03 um, Seneca finals. He, he didn't score. He had an assist. He didn't score. But oh, Paul Korea? Um, he had an assist. Yeah. He hasn't scored in like the last like eight games, I think. Um, but still, kudos to him for fucking. He, he had no business being out there. Like if I'm, if I'm the trainer, I'm kind of like, Hey, we're up for nothing here. Like, let's make sure you're good. Like I I'd play it safe in that sense, you know, but he's a hockey player and he wanted to go back out there and, you know, kudos to him for getting that assist. And he's done so many little things. Like, you know, there was one board battle in game two, him versus Kachuk on the blue line. And Eichel was the guy that came away with it. Um, you know, even in, I think it was game six against the stars, like that Barbashev goal that opened up the scoring. Like Eichel wins a battle there, you know, like he's done all those little things. And, you know, Matthew Kachuk is just doing what Kachuk does, right? Like he's just going to stir shit up and that's, that's his game. And, and Eichel was able to respond. So um, I think it was great. And there was definitely going to be more of that because Kachuk's probably going to try to get the home crowd to feed off of his play, I think in game three. So I'd imagine there'd be some more battles between Kachuk and whoever's going to... I put Petrangelo, to your point, I think, Shukri, you said Petrangelo. He's probably going to fucking go off him. Oh, no no question. He's going to continue his uh, his presence in this series. And I do think that uh, that, that hit uh, for Matthew Kachuk or Jack Eichel, was, it was a clean hit. And, and, I, and I mentioned it just a few minutes ago that part of the reason why I do think it was, it, it, it was because this is the Stanley Cup Finals. And these are the kind of hits in which that it wasn't dirty. It, it wasn't like ill intent. He, he was trying to make a hockey play, and and then to top to top it all off, as like the more I think about it, the more I say to myself, you know what? Kudos to Matthew Kuchuk for for the hit. But what I'm what I'm going to ask him to do is to not score his goals at garbage time because when he scored, <laughs> it was well it was well after the fact the game was over. Like let's be honest. Yeah. So he didn't even, like, no one even, even knew in the building that it went in. Exactly. Yeah. Like. In. It just was ridiculous. It, it like happened. It was so anticlimactic. It was like, oh, 
Okay. It was like, oh yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually that was funny because I was like right behind Biz when that happened. He was like, he didn't even sell you. I was like, Biz, they're down six one. <laughs> like you're not gonna see <laughs> at least he knows has the wherewithal to not do that. He's like, yeah. got it. Yeah, he's like, ah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's pretty much everything I had that I wanted to talk to you guys. I guess like Jack Eichel, if you guys, what do you guys think about Jack Eichel? I mean, is this much, I saw something, uh, another Syracuse kid that I went to school with popped up on my Twitter page a couple days ago. Uh, he covers hockey and he was on some podcasts, one of, one of them. And he was talking about how well-deserved this is for Jack Eichel. And it's, 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 I mean, I was in upstate New York. I don't wish upstate New York on anybody. I, it's mm. a, Southern I don't ever Canada. have to go back there. Yeah. Hell like, hell. I, yeah. Little California kid. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to school in New York. And I was like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> like there's more camouflage than backwoods Alabama, but <laughs> nonetheless, like you can quote me on that. You guys, <laughs> um, I'm like, guys, no, I showed up at Syracuse and I was like, so is there like a Whole Foods here? And people are like, what the fuck is Whole yeah, Foods? Wagman. I was like, oh, oh, okay. And Wegmans <laughs> have like one aisle at the time of like healthy mm. food. And I was like, do we just eat pizza every day? Like what, what goes on here? Anyways. Um, <laughs> so nonetheless, what do you guys think about Jack Eichel? Is this well-deserved? Is he just, are we overly happy that he is finding success right now? Shukri, you go first. I think uh, personally, I'm I'm thrilled. He he got out of hockey jail in Buffalo, and, <laughs> and like he's he he he, made, he was. I'm sure he was told when he first got traded to Vegas, and obviously he had to go through um like like with the surgery that he had and, and so forth. But but to see him shine on on like the biggest stage in, in the sport, I think is is just incredible because he spent so many years in Buffalo in hopes of being the quote unquote hockey savior. For a once proud Buffalo Sabres franchise that had to make the postseason since 2011, so for me, I think that this is a, this is phenomenal. This is just great for for Jack Eichel to have the opportunity to play in the Stanley Cup Finals for him to perform and have been a big contributing factor for the for the Vegas Golden Knights uh, so far up until this point. So for me, I look at it and I say, <laughs> "You've made it, showtime. Let's go." What? I think too, like I'm I'm pretty sure he was advised to like not get the surgery that he got he was. on his neck, right? Like I think that was the first ever time it's been done on a hockey player. So, you know, to his credit also, like kind of betting on himself and like trusting his own medical research and whatnot, which is a huge reason why he left Buffalo, because I think they weren't gonna let him get that surgery. So, you know, for a player to stick to his own guns and come out on top of it and not only come out on top and, and succeed but doing it the way that Eichel's doing it he might not be scoring a ton of goals I know he has six in the playoffs but he hasn't had many lately but to be winning those board battles and playing physical and playing true playoff hockey and you know maybe leading that next generation of you know the true skill players that have to truly buy in and play that playoff hockey type of game like you know Ovechkin got criticized for years for not buying in and that's why he couldn't win a cup and then you see in 2018, he's blocking shots, he's throwing the body, he's doing everything he can to win. And, you know, that's similar to what Eichel's doing right now. And, you know, I'm sure McDavid will be fired up next year and he'll, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone wants McDavid blocking shots, but, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll do it if he has to, right? Like, I think that's the thing too. Like Eichel and McDavid, if, if you guys remember as far back to 2015, like yep. that draft year, 
it wasn't like McDavid was obviously a little bit ahead of Eichel, but they were pretty much like paired together. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I, I've been asking a lot of questions about this year's draft, Bedard and Fantilli, because Bedard is that Canadian prospect who's out of this world. And Fantilli is the Hobie Baker winner, just like Jack Eichel was in the 2015 yeah. draft. But this draft, it's Bedard who's definitely in a, in a class of his own where it's like Bedard and just the rest of the class. But that year it was really Eichel McDavid. Like they, mm-hmm. they were paired together. So for him to be in McDavid's shadow for all these years and to, you know, be in this opportunity before McDavid was able to get there, I think that's so big for him too, because I'm sure he's fucking sick and tired of hearing Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid when he was, you know, in that draft class and, you know, just as successful, even though he wasn't on as good of a team. And uh, if he can get a cup first, I think that'd be awesome for him. And uh, just great for the game too. Another American born forward winning the Stanley Cup superstar, you know, can't be mad at that. Exactly. Can't be mad at all. And you, oh, how, speaking of Connor Bedard, like, <laughs> how about that chirp on TNT? That was awesome. Like, body awesome. the hell out of biz. Like, oh my god. Yeah, that's, like, that's got to be the chirp of the year. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> the way that, that he, stuff. the way he's basically like a bunch of really good NHLers, and then there's biz, and there's just like. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> it is kind of funny though. Like, he does have a point. Like, Biz is like, I don't know. I grew up like I lived in Arizona when Biz was like yeah. playing hockey there. I sat next to him at like a charity once. It was like Biz on one side and George LaRock on another, who's like my all-time <laughs> well, favorite I loved, hockey player. I love George LaRocks. Yeah, but like yeah. Biz was like if you'd ask me and he like wasn't on TNT, I'm like, oh yeah, he was like a minor league player. Yeah. Came up like a couple times, <laughs> like got the salary, but you know, nonetheless, he's a great guy. But it's funny that he's sitting next to like Wayne Gretzky of all people. I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, did we mean to pair them there? Uh okay, so we didn't so we didn't get to do an episode before everything started. So we're kind of cheating here. But Vegas is up to nothing. What are your predictions for the rest of the series? Shukri, you want to go first? Sure. I'm going to say that um, that Vegas wins the series in five. And Florida will win one of of either game three or four at home. I'm I'm probably going to go with game four as that will happen. Uh, But I would also say that um, I would also say that Vegas, if I had to pick a consummate winner now, I, I, I predict that Vegas will win the series in five. For me, I th- it's got to be William Carlson as as easy of a pick as it would be for Jonathan Marshall to be the guy, but I, I got to go with William Carlson on, on the, for, for this one. Mm-hmm. I, I happen to agree with the Vegas and five. Like it's easy to say now. Um, I, I do think if Vegas wins game three, then they'll win game four. Uh, I think if Florida goes down three nothing, game four is just going to be an absolute shit show of them trying to be, you know too over physical like they've been in the first two games. And and I just think it's going to get ugly in game four. Um, I do got to give one shout out. I actually, so I, I don't know if you guys saw, I had two flights today. I had a Vegas to Dallas and then a connection, connection flight from Dallas to Fort Lauderdale. And on both of those planes, I sat next to Wendell Duclair, Anthony. Duclair's I saw, dad. I saw yeah. So, That's so cool. We, we spent the whole day together and he's my boy. Now we actually like exchanged numbers, but we were talking and, and he says Panthers and seven, uh, Panthers and seven was my pick prior to the series because I want the Panthers to win, but like I thought Vegas would win. My heart is just with Florida, um, yeah. but he's confident. Yeah. So uh, he got me feeling confident. And um, yeah, I mean, Florida has to win game three. That's that's the bottom line. Uh, and I think anyone 
who's ever watched the sport could say that. That's not me being a fucking genius. Like that's pretty <laughs> obvious. Uh, but you know, I think if Florida does win Game Three and Bob gets hot again, I mean, I'm also rooting for this series to go as long as possible because it's just been. So I think fun, everybody like, is. Yeah, I mean, like, always. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think Vegas. If I really had to like had a gun to my head, I'd say Vegas and five. Yeah. Well, logistically, and I think it's funny because everybody has been comparing this Florida team to the uh, yeah. 2012 LA Kings. But they and, won the first two games in the road. Oh, they difference. won the first two games. Yeah. It was overtime, but they won the first mm-hmm. two games. And then uh, they won game three. They went out and they won game three, four nil. And then Jersey came back. Four nil. Get the fuck out of here with that nil bullshit. <laughs> European. Um, <laughs> um, and then game four, game five, Jersey one, or game, yeah, game four, game five, Jersey won. Yeah. And then game six, LA won it at home. So I think it's interesting to compare because everybody's making that comparison. Um, and it's just like, we're at the point where like the comparison is out the door. Like we cannot, we cannot yeah. make it anymore. It's gone. Um, nonetheless, the most pressing way to end this podcast i don't know if that word's right it is now 11 26 so yeah johnny johnny what time do you have to be up in the morning tomorrow and what is in store for you uh Tell tomorrow is technically an off day but i'm actually I never think an off a, day yeah i think i'm doing a bleacher report skate in the morning with with duclair actually um oh. i think that's what, what's planned right now. Those so are, I'll get, that was like the first thing I ever saw from you when I Googled your name. And I was like, Google wow, my this name. is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Cause like when we, when, when uh, Eric Weinberger told us, yeah. like, hey, come do this playoff podcast, I was like, oh, who are these guys? And I Googled your, Googled your name and I was like, wow, this guy actually knows how to play hockey. This is crazy. Like, <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> I think it was um, with you and uh, Jason Robertson. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a good one. He was actually awesome. So I think I'm doing, I'm going to their practice in the morning and then. I think I'm hopping on serious XM radio in the afternoon, but I'm not like required to do anything for the NHL tomorrow. It's more so just like on my own time. So like I'll hang by the pool for sure. Like tomorrow that's going to be, yeah. Like honestly, anyone covering this series, like being in Florida and Vegas is like a dream. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I'd say so. It's been awesome. What, uh, Um, what hotel did you stay at in Vegas again? It's so. You want to tell people? Is it so realize. bougie? It's Waldorf so bougie. Astoria. It's yeah, so bougie. It's so bougie. <laughs> it is awesome. It is the awesome. NHL travels well. Let me yeah. tell you, like yeah. it is nice. But that's a that's a little bad. bit of a cab drive to get to the Encore. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For for the Saturday night out, it was it was a cab. But uh, as far as getting to the rink, it's actually pretty cool. There's like, uh, yeah, Vegas has like an underground like mall that like connects mm-hmm. like all the hotels. So I got to like stay indoors when I walked to the rink. Thank God, because I'm a sweater and I would have died. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that like Vegas is is definitely unlike any city I've ever been to, and not just because of like the gambling and stuff, just like the way it's structured. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's cool. No, it's funky. That's where in Southern yeah. California, like our volleyball tournaments will be in Vegas. Like just mm. oh, it's Saturday, let's play volleyball because there's just <laughs> so many people in California. Yeah. So I've been to Vegas so much, and the thing is is like i'm jealous but Mm. also the fact that you have to go from what 110 degrees to uh, to the dry heat to like 98 degrees yeah i'm gonna die yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm, I'm really like, I'm really not looking for, I have, I have like three t-shirts in my bag. Ready to go yeah. <laughs> I'd rather but have also, the underground tunnel in Florida. <laughs> I, I yeah. think what I, I guess like what we can wrap up on too, like what's really cool being here. This is my first Stanley Cup final. Like I've never been to a Stanley Cup final game mm-hmm. and just everything around it. Like kudos to Steve Mayer, who's the chief content officer. And he does so much incredible stuff just around the presentation of the final. Like, there was a marshmallow concert for game one outside the arena, like flow riders performing outside game three. Um, it's like a spectacle, which is really cool. And, and I think that's been the coolest part for me. It was like people showing up to the game, like four hours before puck drop to like party, hang out. Like do any of these people have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has a job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no okay, job? Any final, any final thoughts guys? Did we miss anything? It's, it's now 1130. So say, <laughs> I'm good. Your middle I'm, of the night thoughts are, are are people have to listen at this point. I gotta go scroll through Fort Lauderdale Hinge, try to find my wife. <laughs> smart, smart move. I I'm still on the, I am still on the hunt myself. Vegas was tough to find love, but maybe Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> oh listen, listen, as long as long as you're not running into well, maybe maybe you like MILFs. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like like but <laughs> I mean, it is eleven thirty at night, literally. So. <laughs> but you, uh, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wow, that was so hockey, man. But it's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but rather late, I thought just just a rather late, I thought transitioning that, from milfs. That three. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a single man myself as well, so I'm I'm just like, look, I'm chilling. But that three team trade earlier, like between the Flyers, oh, the Blue, who cares? That, that was weird. weird. That was weird. I mean, it like popped Damn, up because I have all the Kings like notifications on, and I just was like, I don't even know what to think of this right now. Like, yeah. And then I saw like one tweet. It was like one meme, and it was like it was the SpongeBob meme with like Squidward looking out the window at like SpongeBob and Patrick, and it was like Brendan Lemieux right now. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> and also knowing that i think his family has like a sick house in manhattan beach i'm like "Mm, that like really hits home so (laughs) (laughs) okay we're wrapping things up we're delirious it's tired johnny lad is big time now so hopefully you still remain friends with us that's all obviously yeah (laughs) all right for johnny lazarus jeffrey writes i'm anna Connolly. thanks for another edition of pass shoot and score Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 